Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Tasmania Talks Camping Hacks, thanks to Camper Plus. And he's been away, but he's back, Mr Lee Johnson from Camper Plus. Good morning to you. Good morning, Mike. And uh, look, welcome back. Whereabouts can people find you and uh, your phone number? Yes, we're at Richard Street just before you get to the entrance to Launceston Airport and our phone number is 63918007. And you must be pretty darn happy they finished the road out the front. Oh, at long last, yes. I, I returned from holidays and saw it was all finished and thought that is fantastic because it, it was a long wait. Yeah, it was indeed going to the airport, but now a whole heap better. Uh, interesting chat because to talk batteries, it's uh, very interesting because you often see on Facebook uh, sites for, for those camping, etc., that uh, AGM versus lithium. Explain the key differences between AGM and lithium to start with. Yeah, sure, Mike. There's a, there's a number of key differences. Um, we'll start with weight. Um, typically, a lithium battery would be about half the weight of an AGM. I don't want to get too technical, but we'll just keep generalised. Then there's a thing called DOD, or, or depth of discharge. An AGM battery, the manufacturer usually says don't discharge it to less than 50%, whereas a lithium, you can discharge down to 80%, uh, use 80% of the battery. Um, then we have the number of cycles. You know, a lithium battery will go last four times the number of cycles that an AGM will, as a rule will charge a lot faster. A lithium battery will charge usually in a third of the time, but it'll take an AGM. Uh, the downside, of course, is the cost. A lithium battery will cost you three to four times the cost of an AGM comparable AGM battery, but they do tend to come with a slightly better warranty. And, and I mean, the idea then is really to think if you're getting a van or you've got a van or you're at home or whatever, how often you would use um, the battery in your van and what particular, you know, if you are, what particular devices you're going to use it for and how long. Yeah, exactly right, Mike. So if you're only going to be using your van three or four times a year, then you really couldn't justify the cost of a lithium setup. You're just not going to get the advantage out of it. Um, but if you're using it regularly, this is where some of the terms I used come into the equation, um, you know, particularly the depth of discharge and the cycle life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, with your discharge levels, um, yeah, ideally, if you can only use 50% of the battery before you recharge, like you can in an AGM, but you can use 80% of the battery in a yeah. lithium, then it doesn't take a mathematician to tell you that you get more use out of that battery. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you get into that cycle life. If you have to recharge, a cycle is every time you flatten the battery or, or discharge the battery and re- recharge it. If you're only getting 50% of the use of the battery, then you're doing a lot more cycling than you are with a lithium and a lithium will actually last four times as long as a AGM battery with a number of cycles. So if you're using your van all the time, um, it makes a lot of sense for a lithium. Yeah, okay, that does make sense as, w- sense as well. A lot of people do uh, discuss it, and I think a lot of people aren't terribly sure. That's when it comes to the electrics. People are, that's what you find on all the, the sites I read, that's what the most confusing issue, isn't it, is is why won't it recharge to there? Why can't my battery or my fridge run on such and such? Gosh, the questions you must get. Oh, look, yeah, definitely. And, look, you can take the battery beyond the 50% or the 80%, but then you're reducing the life cycle. You're reducing the life of the battery. So you, you know, best to stick with the manufacturer's recommendations for each battery and get the most out of the battery that you can. And again, if you're using that van all the time, if you're travelling all over the country or all over the state regularly, 
then you know, it's really easy to look at it and go, yes, I can spend the extra on lithium because I'm going to be using all of those cycles. I'm going to be using all of that power. Do battery monitoring systems help? I mean, you see so many of them. It's a plethora. Yes, they do. Um, you know, some caravans will simply come with a basic voltmeter, which doesn't really tell you much. But when we're talking about not discharging your battery more than you want to in order to maximise its lifespan, then a battery monitoring system is really important so you can see what's going on. It is actually an advantage of some of the lithium batteries that come out as many of them actually have a built-in battery monitoring system which will wirelessly connect to your phone via an app. Okay. That's handy, isn't it? Good heavens. Tell me about the DCX battery system. Yeah, this is a new, well, to new to me. Um, well, I haven't heard of it either, so it's no, new to okay. me. Well, that's good. New to both of us. That popped up in a news article I was reading the other day. DCX Battery Systems Australian designed and engineered by a company called AusX Corp. Um, it's distributed by NCE, which a regular caravan I would have heard of. Um, it's, a, it's basically, it, it's a larger rail-mounted battery system that goes under the chassis and is attached that way to reduce the cost of the impact on the ball weight. But it comes in a rather large 7.1 or 14.3 kilowatt setup. That's a lot for a caravan. Yeah, you know, I just um, think that is a lot, isn't it? It must be expensive. It It'd be expensive then. It, it is expensive, yes. Um, the 7 kilowatt system typically installed around 16,000 and around 22,000 for the 14.3 kilowatt system. But the big advantage is it's a 51-volt system. It puts 12 volts out, which is what we're all used to, mm. but the draw, without getting into the mathematics again, the draw on a 51-volt system um, that you would normally draw on a 12-volt system is typically four times less, so it lasts so much longer, has its own 5,000-watt built-in inverter, and they're claiming you can cook an electric barbecue, run your air conditioner, boil the kettle, all your 240-volt appliances in addition to your 12-volt appliances, and um, and your, your recharging is few and far between. So potentially it could be the only battery, you ever, battery system you ever buy for a caravan. So I think that's one to watch out for DCX, the future. Yeah, DCX battery system. And, DCX of course, a lot of the newer caravans and uh, motorhomes would have a lot of this in it, wouldn't it? Or not yet? Not yet. I, well, certainly within the brands that we're selling, I haven't seen the DCX as a option as yet mm. as said this article only read it a couple of weeks ago so it sounds like it's a relatively new system out there but certainly has a lot of potential yes a lot of cost but um when you can put your caravan in storage for six months and not have to worry about recharging the batteries over that period of time and be completely off grid without having to worry about gas and mm. run everything on batteries it sounds very appealing it does does now i've got a Question, Rick from Lagana has called up. Rick from Lagana wants to know what else you need to buy when changing from AGM to lithium. Does it affect solar panels? Uh, you shouldn't have to change your solar panels uh, depending on the quality of the panel you've got, but you do need to look at your inverter system and charging system. Um, some of the vans that come out with AGM batteries new will have a compatible system in them. Others don't. So you do need to look at that and say, okay, is it as simple as just swapping over the battery? In some cases it is, but in many cases you'll need to do other upgrades to the charging and the monitoring systems as well. Um, that's not a difficult thing to do. It's just a matter of making sure that you have got the correct 
compatible equipment when you do the changeover. I hope that answers the question from Rick from Lagana. Uh, so where can they find you? And obviously, uh, come and have a chat about your battery and electrical condition. Some of the newer caravans, you've got to stack down there anyway. So where, where's Camper Plus again? Yep, we're at 21 Richard Street, just before Launceston Airport. And, and phone number? Yes, we do have a few vans out in the yard. Actually, we have quite a few vans out in the yard now. We've managed to build up the stock, so oh, anybody who's looking to get on the road, we can assist them. And the phone number is 63918007. Good call, Lee. Look forward to having a chat next week, mate. Sounds good. Thank you, Mike. Th- thank you, Lee. Lee Johnson there from Camper Plus with Tasmania Talks. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. 